listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 120 for November 10th, 2016. This week we talk about new beginnings, our experiences with antidepressants. ¿Quién es sombra? ¿Quién es sombra? ¿Quién es sombra? <laughs> the election results, my five pound bag of gummy bears and our buttholes. Nom, 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 nom. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Gorgeous. Mm. Hi, Sam. Hi, everybody. Hi. Uh, nothing's Hello, different. Hello, everybody. Oh, my God. Is that sombra? Hola, mijos. You, Relájate. <laughs> I'm not going to kill you. Oh, my God. You sound like what's-his-face. That, um... That guy that always, like, uh, talks in, like, a Mexican accent in every Adam Sandler movie, and he's in, like, every Adam Sandler movie. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, sorry. Uh, say, uh, sorry, Sam. I'm not as, you know, a big of an Adam Sandler well, fan I know as that, you are. Well, I know, I know you, you have the <laughs> deluxe Blu-ray DVD box set of every Adam Sandler movie ever made, so that's why I'm asking right, you, because right. I know that you're, like, a connoisseur of Adam Sandler movies. True, true. But no, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. I was going after for like the uh, that Mexican bee in The Simpsons. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. That is a that's a classic. That's a classic Mexican or bee. Dr. Nick, but he's not Spanish. Hello, everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Dr. Nick. You should be a voice actor. Me? <laughs> Oh my that was God. part of my demo role. Oh my God. We could totally just I mean, show my range. You have a decent mic. So like literally all you need to do is just <laughs> moan into a microphone. Maybe you'll get paid for it one of these days. I've been talking to this guy on Grindr who's going to Second City for voice acting. Circuit City. Oh my God. <laughs> Second City, first of all. <laughs> Second, I love Circuit go City. To Circuit City for voice acting. <laughs> Fucking closed ass door. <laughs> All right, P, that was a fun play. Oh, it wasn't a fun. I mean, ghetto and disgusting. Isn't it like a wasn't it like a staple? We never had a Circuit City because it was like Best Buy. Okay, it was like Best Buy. Yeah, yeah, I think. I probably who knows, honestly, everyone just went to Best Buy and anywhere else they could fucking go instead because it was so gross. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Spilling that tea, Hanny. Spilling that tea. Oh, um, wait. So this guy went to Circuit City. That's all basically that. And then he kept asking to give me blowjobs, and I'm like, I don't like blowjobs. Oh my god. Like Henny, either I sit on your face or I'm leaving. No, no. He's he's nice. He's sweet. Well um, I see. I see that you're already hitting up grinder since you're, you know, in the you pig in the city. Pig in the city, babe. Pig in the city. Literally your biopic. Like <laughs> babe too. Pig in the city. Literally. It's literally what it's called. Uh yeah, this is uh my second this is my third night at my new apartment. I moved here on uh Monday. Mm-hmm. Monday, yeah. And it's been going really well. I have it pretty much all set up. I spent all day, excuse me, yesterday, like building furniture and whatever. Such a man. Oh my god, are you a top? You know, no. (laughs) First of all, no. (laughs) But I have it. It's like so cute. It's like so perfect. I rearranged it a bit from where I thought everything would go. Mm -hmm. But it, um, I have to say, yeah, I've got some artwork coming in from getting it shipped in from Walmart. Oh my God. So deluxe. Mm Uh, so that'll be here in a couple weeks. But other than that, it's put together and it is very Amelie. I mean, I, I mean, I, I didn't I totally didn't 
assume that it was going to be Amelie based on every time that I would talk to you about your apartment, you would mention about nine sure. times that it was going to be pretty Amelie. Like, it's going to be Amelie, you guys. Like, sure. it's, oh my God, like, this is so Amelie. I can see how it, that would be easy to miss. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, just reiterate, it's very Amelie. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay, God, I didn't, I didn't catch that um, part. Hello? Hello, it's me, Amelie. Is that okay? Literally, if Amelie's <laughs> there, she's like hiding behind your fridge or something. You have no room for I her. Hide behind this spoon. You <laughs> keep me in your pocket. I she, am Amelie. She would be quirky and like, oh my god, like I live in like a like a walk-in freezer because I live it's in like shoe. it's better for your like skin. I don't I know. guess I feel like I feel like she's she's like crossing over with Bjork or something. <laughs> she's like odd. Well, she's probably on the same quirky wavelength, you know. She probably is, you know. Um, but it's going good so far. Mm-hmm. I posted a a tweet with my view because I was so fucking surprised. I thought I was gonna have a view of an alley. Yeah, because the the unit I saw was on the third floor and it's in the back of the complex so all you can see is the alley but um i'm this unit i'm in is on the eighth floor and i can see like we're i'm one of the tallest buildings in the neighborhood so i can see like really out far i can see like a little bit of like michigan it's fucking gorgeous oh my god so like you are literally living your carrie bradshaw dream right now i am i am the new carrie bradshaw of chicago the new carrie b the new carrie b the new queen bradshaw the new queen bradshaw and i got um what is this? Got all my Furbies fucking with me. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes you gotta, I mean, being a mom is hard. Like, trust me, I'm a mom. Just, I don't know what kinds of boys I'm going to be able to bring here. Uh, I mean, <laughs> weird ones. I'll just be like, can't host, have three Furbies at home. <laughs> can't host three Furbies at home, bedtime's 930. <laughs> That's so anyway, accurate. though, how are you doing? I'm, How'd your week go? My my week went really well. I went home for this weekend because my mom was like, you never come and see me. And I was like, OK, so I drove home. Um, I, I live in a I, I grew up about two hours away. So it's it's a bit of a drive, but it's a nice drive. And I had a chance to like listen to podcasts, you know, which is something I don't really have a chance to do. And I hung out with my mom and my aunt came over and we watched like the college football. I mean, we didn't, I mean, they watched the college football game and I napped through it. So that's about as much I do when it comes to college football. And we like did some, um, mother son cooking. We made some really delicious soup that we made from scratch. So it was like hashtag home style, hashtag home cooking, hashtag rustic, hashtag Ina garden. Um, sure. So it was it was really fun. No, I just I got a nice chance to hang out with my parents and talk about things and just catch up with them and relax. And it was super it was super cute. It was great. And then, I mean, last time Joe was at my house, he like left this cream that like he oh really needs. My hemorrhoid cream. Stop telling people about it. Oh, my God. The hemorrhoid cream that you put on your face <laughs> and that it peels your skin. It's great. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so I mean, yeah, sure. Joe definitely has a prescription for this like retin-A that, sure, that sure, my mom sure. picked up for him. <laughs> from She's a dermatologist so friend, right? It She's was, just so great. But she it, knew I was out of town. Yeah, exactly. But it was totally Joe's, right? Wink wonk. And like wink, wink. and like I sent it to Joe in the mail. And so he's my housewarming gift. Yeah, it's it's Joe's housewarming gift. It's, I'm excited. So, I'm excited to get something in my mailbox here. Right? Oh my god. Something besides like a cease and desist letter from YouTube or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> 
or another rejection letter from uh from hillary duff yeah, from anywhere <laughs> from literally anything <laughs> oh my god uh, yeah so uh what was it it's like it's like tretinoin tretin something tretinoin yeah is that um, is that literally like the, retin-A? That's the good shit. Yeah, that's that the is good, the good shit. Yeah, vitamin A derivative. Vitamin A. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the good shit. So uh, um, you can rub that all over your butthole, Henny. Oh, my God. I probably could use a rejuvenation. I mean, but like, okay, so would you rather would you rather have retin-A slathered over your butthole or would you rather get your butthole like professionally bleached? Um, I would get it bleached, probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of fine with my butthole. Yeah. It's usually dark anyway. It's well, like, yeah, you I've know. I've got some good, like, edited photos of it. So they, you know, there's some blush with it later. and, like, some eyelashes. <laughs> sure, fake eyelashes mm-hmm. on, on each side. No, no, no. Instead, you just use the Kylie Jenner <laughs> lip kit on it. It looks great. <laughs> Oh my god! I could it could go for some like peachy gloss. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally that right. Would be cute. Some oh like god. glitter, so like a little like a, like some shimmer on top, and you got to contour yeah, it to too. Give it like that, like like okay, like when you want to appear younger, you make your face like look a little um, like oily, mm-hmm. sort of. Yeah, dewy. So, like, I'm sh- yeah, same. Yeah, dewy is probably a better word than oily. So like just you know do that to your butthole too. Yeah, it's like it's like freshly out of the womb. I'm good with. That. I should try that. I'm gonna try that. Well, the, the thing about oh, and then I, if it's flavored. Oh my god! Just smack in your lips. Cherry chapstick. It's fantastic. <laughs> Pucker up. Oh my god! Pucker up, mm-hmm. Buckaroo. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I feel like that uh, you're that that you're very confident with your butthole. And I'm pretty good with it, yeah. How did you, how did you develop this confidence with your butthole? Because I have okay. I, well, first, first answer the question, and then I have to admit something. Oh my god, mm-hmm. we are gonna get the hot dish here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I just think it's a great butthole. Like I've spent a lot of time with a handheld mirror mm-hmm. staring. You've, at you've it, really like looked it in the eye. I've looked into the eye. Mm-hmm. I've looked into the eye of Sauron, mm-hmm. and it looked back. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we were both surprised. Yeah, it looked back and then it winked. <laughs> and you were like, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm just like, honestly, it's not like a porn star butthole. It's not like, you know, one of those fucking peachy ass fucking mm-hmm. Brent Corrigan style buttholes. Yeah. But it's pretty good. And so like, I'm fine with it. It looks cute. It's just, it's, and... it's your, your same old butthole. So my ass cheeks are like so small. Like even if you just take a picture of my butt, my butthole's usually in the picture anyway. It's just like it's sneaking out. It's just sneaking out because there's just nothing back there. Well, yeah, so, I, I'm sure it's just like, like it's flesh and then your tailbone. <laughs> you can literally see my tailbone. Probably <sighs> like most people probably think I like was born with a tail and had to get it cut off or something. I mean, but, I I mean, whatever. Like I'm not one yeah. to judge. Sure, 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 Jan. Sure, but I don't know. I don't know why I'm so confident with my butthole. Well, yeah, because you're, you're. I just think it's one of my best assets. Really? <laughs> so I show it off whenever I can. One you of your know? one of your best assets. Wink. Right. Wink. Wink. wink Go for the obvious wink. pun there. A plus. Yeah, A plus. Well, I mean, I don't know. It just every time I I talk to you, well, you you've you've described to me in some detail, and we've talked about on the podcast that I mean, you do have some uh, some rim dates coming up don't you for chicago yeah i've got like them penciled in Mm -hmm. my schedule Mm -hmm. it's just the 
uh, I had a good hookup guy when I was here for those two weeks mm-hmm. a couple months ago or a month ago or whenever the hell that was. So um, we've kept in touch. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm planning. Well, there you go. You find someone you, you like and you go back to them. Like yeah. I'm, I was talking to someone earlier uh, this week who um, they're just now like sort of going through their slutty phase. Like every, well, not every, but a lot of gays when they come out will go through the slutty phase. Oh, like totally. Mine was when I was 21 and 22. But now I'm just like, like, I'm just, I don't, I'm not looking for like an orgy every weekend or, you know, like whatever. Like if I can just find one guy who rims well that's all you need. I can like, right. That's all you, you just, need. You got to lock like, that shit fucking, down. Yeah. I don't need like a fucking circus show every week. Mm-hmm. I don't need something new and shiny. It's just, if it works, it works. You don't need to go to the circuit parties. You don't need to go to the leather bars. Like you no. just need to find one wholesome man that has a good tongue. It's true. It's all you need. Well, so you what go. were you going to admit to? What's, so, the, what's the hot dish? The reason why that I ask about your butthole, and I, it's, 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 it's kind of uh, timely because I've been talking to like more guys or whatever, but I am 22. I'm gay. I've been with like five different guys, and I've never been rimmed. No, <gasps> no one has ever licked my butthole. And every time I never rimmed anyone else. Well, I know. But like, I feel like that it's a, it's it's like the gay rite of passage to have someone lick your anus. And then you're finally like you get the stamp of approval from the gay agenda, like coordination where they're like, you're finally gay. You know, it's that sort of thing. I feel like I, I, I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like everyone that I've talked to, like, like guys that I've like have potentially wanted to hook up with every time I tell them that they're literally flabbergasted. They're like, how? Like what? Do you tell them to rim you? Well, and, and then, then they're always like, well, I, I will line up for you. Like they, they'll be like, let me just, you know, pencil you into my schedule sort so of situation. Well, a, a lot of these guys that I talk to, I never follow through with because they like turn right. out to be grinder. absolutely insane. or like grinder or whatever. Like, you know, I'm, I'm very flaky. I'm the flakiest person you'll ever meet. But um, I very rarely follow through with people. But with the guys that I have been with, um, I think two things either occur. Either they're just they're not into it at all or um, they like never asked and I never really thought about it. And so I, I hmm. went I went through like, you know, I asked <laughs> I just, like, may I rim you, sir? It's like, OK, let me bring up this this you know contract that I have and please check the correct boxes of what you're into and then we'll study and then we'll coordinate our actions later on in the bedroom sort of thing. But it just it, it, it never really crossed my mind because it was never something that I had done to me until, you know, a while later. I'm like, oh, like this is a thing that people are doing and like I, it's not happening to me. And it's it's just like the luck of the draw for me, I guess, because, of course, guys that I'm talking to now after I'm realizing that it's like, oh, like I, I should I should have my butt in someone's face. Like, apparently that's a good time. Guys are like, why haven't you done this? So it, it's one of those things where I didn't really it wasn't really in the in the in the back of my head. So I you need to like when they come over, like have like a rim kit like laid out. Oh, my God. Like like like, like, like a toilet seat. gum. <laughs> toilet seat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think okay. we're, I, I think that's I for think like some other king. Yeah, we're probably thinking about different <laughs> different kits. Mm. You might get a little surprise if you put a toilet seat on your anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> Oof. Oh yeah, spearmint gum. You t- you told me that uh, spearmint gum is spearmint A plus. Gum. Spearmint gum is A plus. You know, just pop a just like pop a peppermint up there. 
Right? Oh my god. And oh, say, hey, oh my god, we could, I could do like the Coke and Mentos <laughs> thing. I could just like pop a whole thing of Mentos up there that I could like shoot them across the room. Or like, yeah, a Mentos and then like funnel in some Coke. Mm-hmm. And then I'm literally a geyser. <laughs> I, I bet be you like, anything oh there's porn of that out there. It's probably straight <laughs> porn, but you know that some poor like Ukrainian girl got paid like, you know, $60 to put oh a God, whole thing of Mentos would... up there and to get it shot out with Coke. That would be terrifying. That's like literally explosive diarrhea looking. Yeah. Oh my God. Horrifying. I mean, I try anything once. I mean, you know. You know. As long as they well, like donate to your Patreon, then it's like fine. <laughs> I guess what I would do is if if just like we're in the bedroom, I'd be like, do you like rimming? Mm-hmm. And then I just like lift my legs up. And it's just like the pearly gates open. It smells like Febreze. <laughs> There's a red carpet. I think some of guys are like scared to initiate it because they don't think everyone's into it. But mm-hmm. it's like everyone's into it. Right. It's just like. And maybe they they're not sure if you're ready to be rimmed too. Yeah, it's well. I mean, the thing is, is like if you're going in there for anal, like you're already like it, you're expected to be exactly. cleaned out to hell and back. So you should be pretty. You know, it should be safe to assume that anything that's going near there is crystal clear, totally, sure. totally. You know, ready for liftoff. You know what I do sometimes? Here's mm-hmm. a little tip and trick. Well, you sometimes- are the expert. <laughs> I put a little cologne. <laughs> no fucking way. On, on not anywhere on my butt though, because that is gonna taste bad. Yeah, and it'll taste like bitter. Like it's like gonna alcoholic. irritate you. So I put it at the very bottom of my back. So it's like <gasps> on my back. Oh my god, that is yeah, so just good. like the tiniest little amount, so that like you know, like mm-hmm. it smells good anyway. I'm, like, I'm, you know, I'm just gonna it's fresh anyway, but you know, I'm just gonna tape one of those um, Glade air fresheners to like the bottom <laughs> of my back. One of those that automatically goes <laughs> and it like spurts every five minutes. I'm just gonna duct tape it there, <laughs> like a mechanical whirring sound. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh God, my eye!" <laughs> yeah, it's face. It's it's face down. So they gotta like get me off within five minutes, or else they get the the puff. <laughs> oh God! It's like, it, it's like a saw movie. Just like wipe with like a dryer sheet or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. I feel like it'd be kind of rough is. though. I've never. Yeah, it might be. Maybe just like lightly brush it. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of assholes. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump. Oh, our president-elect. The election, which we've had a day. So it happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, we were, it happened Tuesday. Yeah, we, we opted not to record yesterday. I think for many different reasons. But Joe yeah. was like doing, Joe was still moving in. And then mm-hmm. like the election was happening. And uh, I feel like that it was good not to record yesterday because I was a shit wreck and a half. Yeah, I was on... um. I was on Discord with some of our friends mm-hmm. and we were all like when, you know, it was getting very close to the end of it at like midnight or 1 p.m. or or 1 a.m. or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, we were just playing Overwatch to like keep our minds off it and stuff. But oh, my God, I just felt so sick to my stomach. Like oh, no, this I is not totally. even something that crossed my mind Mm-hmm. to like that it would actually happen right like and i think that's the case with most people because like i mean i've said like every fucking week in the 
on the podcast that there's no way yeah. he's going to win. And, like, and, the, and I've said, we don't have to worry about it. Just vote anyway, because it, you need to. Mm-hmm. But oh my God, like I felt sick, sick. Yeah. But I don't know. No, I totally I feel you. And and the thing is, is that that sort of mentality where you're, you're that surprised, um, that isn't a fringe feeling because most of us, most of the, of of the the U.S. population, besides the mm-hmm. Trump voters, most of the the Democratic, like we thought we had it in the bag, right? Um, and we we grossly underestimated the um, silent majority they're being called. It's these silent uh, Middle American Trump voters that um, that voted for Trump and got him elected as president elect. And I, I think a lot of people were in shock and still are. I mean, like right now, there's protests going on in Chicago and in New York and a bunch of these places. Um, and like, I, I, like everyone reacts to, like differently. I, for one, I was, uh, I, I wasn't playing Overwatch with you guys last night because I wasn't feeling well in general, but then I just sat myself in front of my computer and I have like two monitors and I had CNN going and I had the Guardian like live poll updates going. And then I was talking with the trolls in our Telegram chat. And so I was just getting information o- overload, which I didn't think helped much. And then no, that sounds awful. Yeah, no, it was, you know, but it's one of those things where I just couldn't stop, um, even right. though I, I knew that it was bad for me. Um, and then I just like, you know, it was like right before Trump was going to win Pennsylvania. I and it was like over like it was like everyone knew it was like once he wins this, it's it's out. Um, I like I put on some pants and I went out into our living room and my uh, my roommate Maggie has Overwatch for her PS4. And she was just trying to ignore the election because like she was getting updates from her friends or whatever. And so she was like she was like you guys. She was like, I want to be playing Overwatch. I want to be doing something right. fun. Like, I, I don't want to think about this right now. And so I just sat down right next to her and I just started gunning fireball shots. <laughs> and I just got shit faced. I got absolutely shit faced. I never get drunk. Like, I, I drink like four times a year. But like, I just got like hammered. It was like embarrassingly bad. And then I somehow I ended up in a Walmart with her and we were buying ice cream. And then I was like in bed. <laughs> it was like I, I I had information overload and then I had to completely block everything out. Um, yeah. But then I seems like everyone was drinking last. Night. Yeah. I, I heard a lot of people were doing the common. exact same thing. So I know I wasn't in the minority in that sense. Um, but yeah, how are you? How are you feeling right now? Having a day to uh, to kind of process it and, and reading people's thoughts and and what are. It's weird. It's OK. So. We haven't recorded since I voted. I mm-hmm. early voted right before the day before I left Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And it's it really sucks voting in a red state. Like yeah. at the polling place in line, the guy in front of me had the Confederate flag as the background on his phone. Jesus and Christ. Like everyone had bumper stickers that said Hillary Clinton for prison. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on here? And mm-hmm. it worries me that like those people won. Yeah. Because I know that, you know, they voted for Trump. But um, okay, so I didn't I didn't listen to his acceptance speech mm-hmm. or whatever, his like victory speech, but I heard from a few people that it was a little more rational than he's been maybe yeah. lately. And he spoke of Hillary, you know, like as a as a good opponent. And that makes me think, that makes me hope, right? Really, really hope that this has all been him just 
playing into people's fears this whole time to get the votes and that he won't do some of the things that he said. But if he does do the things that he's talked about, then it's really fucking scary. Right. And like actually really terrifying. It's really fucking terrifying that the Republicans have the House, the Senate and the presidency. Mm -hmm. Like that is really fucking terrifying. Obamacare has problems, but it does not need to go away that the insurance is not like biased for your gender or pre-existing conditions or anything like that. That's scary that that might be taken away. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to feel yet. Yeah. I I think I've accepted it at this point. Mm -hmm. Like I'm okay, but I don't know. I mean, Donald Trump has acted like a, like I'm pretty sure in, in, you know, past interviews, he's seemed more like a Democrat. Yeah. And so that gives me a little bit of hope. But I don't I don't know what to think yet. I guess we'll have to see. It's scary as fuck, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And, and, and how about you? It's completely rational to to have these emotions and to be to be scared because it's 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 a huge change. Like I I uh, I like to compare it to with the Obama presidency for like progressive politics. It was very much a, our two steps forward movement. And then with the Trump presidency, and him like nominating at least one Supreme Court judge and having the House and the Senate, it's that one step back, you know, where it's like we feel really defeated. But at the end of the day, I I have to remind myself that progressive politics always wins. It's just that politics in general is such a slow and grueling game that you have to wait because sometimes the other team gets office and they can muck things up and it sucks. But you just got to kind of have that hope that, you know, in four years, hopefully we can we can elect someone that like represents us and hopefully it works out well. Um, but I, I was I was very distraught. I, I wasn't expecting it either. Um, my parents were very distraught. My roommate was. I think everyone who didn't vote for Donald, probably a lot of Trump supporters were surprised that he actually. Yeah, they had to have been. That he like- actually won. I think like every poll except one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like Hillary's going to win. Yeah. Like there was no way. So it's so weird. It's so bizarre. Yeah. And it's just. I feel like this is our Brexit. Right. Like this is our big fucking mistake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't it scare you that like, so did Hillary Clinton officially win the um, popular vote? Yeah. She won the popular vote by like 500,000 votes or something. That's just so stupid that. Like, I mean, this is what happened to Al Gore, right? Yes. Like, he won the popular vote. I think it, that's so messed up that you, you, you're you not president when you don't win the popular vote. But that's also going to be difficult for, like, Trump to realize that, like, most, the majority of the nation actually isn't supporting him. Right. But there's, like, almost 50% of the fucking nation who believe in the shit that he believes in. Mm-hmm. And that just makes, that freaks me out. Well, that's like, I'm like, that's the thing that I, I kind of, you know, cause people are going through anger and people are, you know, people in the democratic party are pointing fingers and they're like, we should have had Bernie. Like it was, you know, the DNC, Debbie Washerman Schultz, like blah, 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 all these things. And people are, are looking into the past and saying, you know, coulda, woulda, shoulda, all these different things. When you forget that exactly half of our fucking population in this country voted for this man. And that is the crux of the issue. It's that, yeah. that it's it's that these people are voting out of fear. And that's the thing that we need to change is those people need to be educated about the other people get educated about people who aren't white, who are women, who are LGBT, who are Muslim, who aren't Christian, who are disabled people who are not white and cisgendered and male 
people who are different than them. They, it's Trump. It, Trump's entire campaign played into their fear of the other to block them out, to build a wall, to send them away. And half of our fucking country um, was scared enough to vote for him like they that yeah. that that was enough. That was enough to go in. So if anything, like it's it's our P, it's it's our fault for not realizing that or sooner. I mean, I'm sure P, a lot of people realize this, but me as a as a white male, this is a really great eye opener to see how much progress we still need to make as a country and as a populace when you see that that many people voted for Trump and got him elected. Yeah. You know, it's it's a very interesting lesson. And I, I hope, you know, in, in my eyes, um, I'm at the point now where I I, I, I kind of did my grieving and I, I just kind of have a fire under my ass now. Like I'm turning that energy that I have from this into like being interested in local politics and and, you know, educating people and being visible and being out there and not being covered up like like the other exists we exist oh gay God. people exist you know You're like mother teresa i'm like i'm mother ravioli over here but it, it's true like it, if if there's one thing you can do it's be be yourself and be out there and don't be afraid to be who you are because you need to prove to these people that you are americans and that you exist and you deserve rights and so you like don't hide from them um, well, I think that, like, I don't think hiding is really the issue. I think it's that, like, it's, I mean, I, I know all of that's great, though. I mean, you should always do that. You should yeah, always, yeah, yeah. you know, let yourself be heard and be known and stuff. But I feel like those other, those, that 50% who's not us knows we exist and they don't want us to exist. Right. Because <laughs> I guess, you know, which, like you said, they don't understand us. So mm-hmm. I guess, you know. If we're more out there, they'll understand us or whatever. Or maybe they won't. I feel like like coming from Arkansas, some of them don't want to understand other people. Exactly. Like that's And that's why they want other people gone is be, like the other gone mm-hmm. is because they don't want to understand you. And it's like, what can you fucking do? You just have to wait for them to fucking die. Right. Like right. literally, I feel like there's a huge population in this country who we're just waiting to fucking die. I feel like we're so always we doing that. Done. We're always waiting for the olds to fucking go, right? It's like, just fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, like, is, is you're absolutely right because, I mean, the, I mean, like it or not, this country is becoming more cult- uh, multicultural, more multiracial, and eventually right. white people are going to be an actual minority. And I am I am ready for that day, because if you look at the polling data, the um, the biggest amount of supporters for Trump and the Republicans were white men first and white women second. And everyone else was on the Democratic ticket, you know, and that goes to show that it's it's centered in this white nationalist movement. And uh, and I could say white supremacy a little bit. I think that. Like, it's always on the younger generation. Yeah. Like, because they're growing up now. Like, even the high school I went to 10 years ago um, Mm -hmm. has some openly gay kids in it now. And it's like, I could never have dreamed of that. But it's because, you know, people are more visible, like you said. You know, there are gay people on TV. They're, you know, they know we're around. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's just going to keep getting better in that in that regard. Yeah. 
And it's just the, but, but it is like some of the parents though are still teaching their kids to be like these super racist people Mm -hmm. and like bigots and stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, like some of the, some of the kids I grew up with who I would have thought would have known better. Yeah. Like, God, it sucks. Like I can, I can see their parents in them now, Mm -hmm. like their racist parents in them now. And it's just. I don't know. If anything, this election turnout and the the results are incredibly eye-opening in many different regards. So. I agree. So, I don't know what, I, you know, at this point, it is something we have to accept. Mm-hmm. And I guess we have just have to hope for the best. Right. Hillary had a, you know, I think she had a good concession speech. Yeah, she did. God, I feel so fucking bad for her. She was supposed to be the first woman president. I know. And she was going to do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> she she had fucking policies. I know, Donald right? Policies. policies. <laughs> well, the, the thing to remember is even though it's we have loose outlines, even though we have this this Republican president and we have the, you know, the House majority or the Republicans have the House majority. That doesn't mean that there are not many, many, many Democratic people in Congress right now. And. We can ca- we can still cause a ruckus and we can, you know, twist their balls and make their life a, as much of a living hell as we can, like they did for Barack Obama for the past eight years. We have some of that power and we can kick and we can scream and we can we yell. We don't have the majorities, though. Well, I, mean, I know we, we don't have as that much was power the thing as with I Obama. wish we could. He couldn't he couldn't get anything done because like the fucking Republicans had majorities and were like fucking them up 24 seven. Right. But now I feel like they're just good things are some things are just going to fly through. Mm-hmm. But again, I guess the Republican Party is pretty divided itself in general, which I'm thankful for. So who it, knows? It's one of those of where you you just have Trump. to you have to wait and see and got to wait and see. And I don't know, follow and, and act and pay attention and get involved. I really don't like the whole, like, I'm leaving the country now thing. I right. don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's fine to joke about. Like, you know, we, we joke about it in a friend group or whatever. But it's like, I don't know. You just don't bail on something when it's, I don't know. No, it's, it's I mean, obviously it's device, leave the country tissue. if you're going to, like, get murdered. You y- know? Yes, yes. But it's fine. It's okay right now. Like, I mean, it's not okay, but it's. Feel like we got to work to make it better. Yes. Now. Yeah. Help us. Help us I mean, make it better. I want to move to France, but that's so I can become Amelie. Yeah, that that's for a completely different with... reason. That's just yeah, because like, you're delusional. I want to move even with <laughs> Hillary as president. You know. <laughs> you just want to move because you you want to move. <laughs> I'm a fucking psycho. Because <laughs> you move everywhere. Like it's whatever. Like whatever. It's great. It's whatever. Oh, what a world. So. What a... Anyways, that's an that's enough. That's world. enough. Trump. We're going to get more more of that in the next four years. This is, isn't a political podcast, yeah. but um, if there's one thing that I want to say, it's just like uh, take care of yourself, like practice self-care, take your out, take yourself out for a walk. Um, if you need to step away from the computer and the you know 24 hour mainstream news and Twitter and everything else, et cetera, in order to like feel better about yourself because you're like constantly getting bombarded by shit. I know how that feels. Uh, do it. It's OK. Like, fucking put yourself first, people, you know? Yeah, watch some YouTube videos, specifically my videos. Mm -hmm. And make sure to click on the ads. (laughs) 
Joe. See, no, see, you can't say that. See, um, Joe can't say that, but I can because mm-hmm, I'm a viewer. I can't say that. Just go to patreon.com slash dk1game mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or slash the show Sam and Joe. This this will probably be one of the last times we talk about the fucking election. <laughs> so you won't have to put up with this fucking bullshit anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Please, well, please I'm throw sure money we'll at us have. so we never talk about the election again. We'll have some political stories every now and then, but it'll probably be us talking about like how cute people are. Right, exactly. Ooh, I hope he like put some cute people in his cabinet. Oh my god, mm. Mm, some cute KKK members. You're you mm. you probably know some of them. They're probably all from Arkansas. <laughs> probably <laughs> too real. <laughs> Too real. Probably that guy in front of me in the voting line. Oh my god. Well, I I've I've had the opportunity because I love Montana and we're great, even though we voted red. Um, I I got to vote by mail, so I didn't even have to stand in the voting lines and see people that were weird with. Con- but I live in like like Missoula, Montana is basically run by lesbians, and it's like a um liberal safe haven in Montana. So like everyone that was probably at the actual voting booths were like. Probably wearing rainbow flags and coexist stickers and like smoking weed and like whatever. So I probably wouldn't have had to deal with that. But uh, regardless, I did. I did send my vote in by mail because I'm lazy. Mm. I'm looking forward to voting in a blue state next time. Right. Oh, my God. It's, it'll <laughs> probably I'm be a lot less stressful. Oh, God, I hope so. In in Lord. other news, um, uh, Colorado did legalize um, assisted suicide. So, oh my God. If, if all else fails, I'm just saying. Are we making a pact right now? We're making a suicide pact. That's that's all I'm what saying. What ages? Um, Tomorrow. I, I oh, mean, sure, like, sure. let's say like 35, 40. 35 me or you? I mean, 35 for me. So you'll be like, what, okay. like 36? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Uh, <laughs> he needed that. Oh my god. Um so anyway, <laughs> should we should we move on to our favorite things or should we sure. should we do something else? I don't know. Let's do favorite things. Okay. I'm These ready. are a few of our favorite things. So besides Supreme Leader Kim Jong Trump, what is your Oof. favorite thing this week, Joe? I think you know it. Uh I don't know. I don't know. What is that song? Is that Sombra? Relate. I'm not going to kill you. <laughs> God, I can't tell if that's like culturally ins- culturally insensitive or just like. Okay, so I have a question about that too. Well, yeah. first of all, my favorite thing is Sombra. She got released on Overwatch this week. Yeah, really check cool. out the she's PTR. She's great. Yeah, she's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I was streaming today and I was playing mostly Sombra, mm-hmm. and I was you know doing her accent sometimes because she's Mexican. Yes. She has a she has an accent. And she's beautiful. And I love it. Oh, my fucking God. I think she's she's so fucking great. Right. Um, and someone was talking about how accents are problematic. And I was like, no, they're fucking not. Mm-hmm. Like, we do British accents. I get. And then someone else said, um, I don't know if that person was joking in the first place. I don't know. But um, it made me think about it. And then someone was like, well, I only think accents are problematic if you're, like, making fun of someone. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I guess that's reasonable. Because I don't think accents are problematic. No, I mean, like, you're not making fun of Sombra. You want to be Sombra. Yeah. Like, I think (laughs) she's fucking awesome. Right? Like, me and my sister, you know, my sister, she teaches Spanish. She's Mm -hmm. fluent in Spanish. She's a professional um, Spanish. She's a professional Spanisher. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, she, uh, I stayed the night with her on the way up here and, um, I showed her the new somber release video, you know, and mm-hmm. we thought that line, relajate, I'm not going to kill you. It's was so just good. so catchy. It's, it's so, so catchy. Good. We just kept saying it like the whole day. <laughs> and your um, sister probably doesn't even know what Overwatch is. So relajate, no, she watched me play a few rounds and she's just super confused. She's like, Joe, what is this? Joe, what is this? Is this a computer game? <laughs> Is this the new Tomb Raider? <laughs> I don't know why, oh, like, Hillary. I just imagine that your sister, like, fucks actual farm animals, but that's my she, like, job. She only has a southern accent around, like, our relatives. It just, like, comes back. Yeah, same yeah. with me, though, that happens. It happens. Um, but, oh, wait, what's your viewpoint on accents, though? Because now I was really concerned. I'm like, am I being problematic? <laughs> and I don't think I am. Well, as as a white person, um, <laughs> right? Sure, sure. <laughs> no, I mean, I think uh, like anything else, I feel like it has to do. It, it completely relies on context. You know, I feel like right. it, it definitely it it, it 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 it's completely on context and like the people that you're with, etc. And like the you know, if it is with any malice or whatever, if you're if you're trying to you know, if right. you're uh, if if it if it involves racism, it's probably problematic. You know what? You know, if it's like, you know, doing a Mexican accent and like, you know, telling everyone to like go back to Mexico in like a Mexican accent, like it's probably not the best thing. Someone in the chat was like, well, if you're saying like ching chong, ching chong to like a Chinese person, that's racist. And I'm like, well, that's not a fucking accent. Yeah, that's no, that's not an accent. An actual racist. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's that's just racism. Like that's just pure just racism. old racism. It's <laughs> not an accent. <laughs> Like, if you're speaking in the accent of a character that you want to be and then you're emulating, I don't feel like that there's any harm in that. I feel like they were, t- I feel like someone was telling me that, like, I can only do an accent if the other person's white, like a Russian accent, like a, a white Russian's accent. Who wants to do a like, Russian you accent? You can't say that because, like, not all Russians are white. That's true. You know, like, fucking, what accents am I allowed to do? Yeah, like, you know? where's where's the accent police? Where's the fucking, yeah. So whatever. I'm going to keep doing accents. Okay. Live your life. I support you. Thanks. And Sombra's cool. Sombra's so cool. Oh my God. Whoop. I think we'll, we'll talk about the, um, the PTR probably more in our after show this week. So oh my God. Yes. If you guys are a patron, then you'll get an after show this weekend. So go to patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe and like give us a little bit of money and then you'll be able to get the after show. So Toads, do it. Yeah. It's a um, good, good favorite thing. What's your favorite thing? Oh, you know, it's just... uh, Well, it's not Sombra because I knew Sombra was going to be your favorite thing. And I I don't think I've played Overwatch enough the past, um, like, few days when the PTR came out um, Mm -hmm. to, like, really gauge... I mean, I know I love her, but, like, I've played her, like, four times. And I just Mm -hmm. haven't really played Overwatch since, so I don't think it's a good match for me. But what I have been doing is eating this five-pound bag of gummy bears that I bought off of Amazon. And I do this probably, oh, maybe once a year. I buy this exact same five-pound bag of gummy bears off of Amazon, and I get halfway through it, and then I literally feel disgusting. I feel disgusted with myself. And I feel like that someone needs to kick me in the face and curb stomp me because I'm I I feel like I feel like an animal. I feel like a how do you fucking shit? animal. Because I feel how like how do I shit? Just this I don't. Huge like gelatin sausage is coming out your asshole. I mean, that's just what it's like all the time. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're like a gummy bear machine. Yeah, a, a big old gummy Jimmy Dean. I want to look it up. The- Five pound. 
It's on Amazon. Yeah, it should be like $12 or something. Amazon. Mm-hmm. Is it the Haribo? Yeah, it's the Haribo one. Oh my God, girl, you getting the good shit. Well, exactly. I'm not going to skimp on some like fucking crazy ass, you know. That's really cheap. I know it is really cheap. And and the, the thing is like you get, I, I don't, I don't remember if it's diarrhea or constipation, but that is, um, it's the, uh, it's the sugar free Haribos that like really fuck with your digestive system. Not that my digestive system isn't completely obliterated because of I, my diet's basically been gummy bears the past week. Um, so I'm, I'm really good. I'm, I'm, I'm very like health vegan. Like I'm very you get like the sugar ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like, of course you get the sugar that's ones. Good. That's you know. sugar. I feel like the sugar substitutes like worse for you. Well, yeah, that's the thing is it's supposed to, know. it's supposed to either give you like horrible rancid diarrhea or like something else. Like people have reported that the, the, oh, at least the sugar free ones. I don't know if they have a substitute sugar oh, in um, them. Yeah. I don't know. But there's been, there's been many reports out there that it, it, it destroys your insides if you eat too many of them. But I haven't heard any reports and I haven't really had any complications with the original ones. But I I bought this five pound bag of gummy bears probably three, two or three years ago when I was first living in Boston. And my roommates at the time, oh, I thought it was just such a funny thing. You know, it's like, I'm going to spend $12 on this five pound bag of gummy bears. Sure. And I got it in the mail and Everyone was would always like eat it and whatever. Like we, it would like be our, the communal gummy bear thing, and it was so funny. <laughs> and yeah, the communal. Mm, just mm. imagine it just have dust all over them and like hair sticking out. I mean, by by the time that I got to like the last uh, <laughs> fifth or sixth of it, they were all hard and gross anyway because the bag had been left open. They basically right. they felt like actual rocks. Sure. So. Yeah. And and, I mean, what I could do is if these if I get through most of the bag and then I'm like done with it, I could just vacuum seal the rest. And then if I have a party or sometime, I could just like infuse them with vodka or something fun and then give them out as like party treats. Don't people like drop them in vodka bottles or whatever? Yeah. And like and then they they uh, absorb the alcohol. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I could do that. But I, I feel like I'm like a third through my bag and I, I, I know it's a mistake. So if you guys want to make the same mistake that I've made, go to Amazon.com, type in five pound bag gummy bears, get the Haribo one. And it's about $12 US by the, at the time that I uh, bought this. So that's my favorite thing. It's also my least favorite thing because Do it's Do you have an Amazon affiliate code? Oh my God. No, I wish. <laughs> you can buy your gummy bears at Amazon.com slash um, constipation. Ooh. So they have five pound bags of like basically everything. Yeah, they have I've like five pound bags of different rice? sorts of uh candies. It's dangerous. Once you go down that road on Amazon, it is hard to get back oh, to the real world. No. Oh no. Oh no. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh no. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. seeing the Skittles one. Oh I girl. Swedish fish. Who even eats runs anymore? I don't think I've ever had a package of runs. I've only ever had ever had them from like quarter machines. Right, and then you're just like, why? Why are the bananas a thing? Like they don't even right. taste good. I was just about to say that the bananas are so fucking gross. If I could get this bag without the fucking bananas, look at this Albanese passionate peach orange yellow gummy rings. Why? Are, what makes them Albanese? Mm. That's a five pound bag of that. That sounds. Mm. That sounds problematic. Yeah, that definitely sounds problematic. See, I it feel like that yours are from Turkey. Ooh, wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know who's hot? Turkish guys are fucking hot. Um, are you stereotyping an entire nation of men? Yes, I am. <laughs> I I will be the first to admit that Turkish tur- Turkish guys are fucking hot. I slept with a Turkish guy once, and it was any a good man decision. in Turkey 
fuck me. I mean, they uh, you would let them stuff your turkey. Any <laughs> mm. yeah, I would though. Any of them. I feel Reese's. Like, right, Reese's you could you could buy Reese's pieces. Lemon heads. Oh my god, lemon heads are my second favorite candy. Wow, as your first gummy bears. Mm, I feel like it's more like gummy worms. Probably are my first. I love gummy worms. I like mixing them with like raisinets and like popcorn and also pouring butter on them. <sighs> Literally, I don't know where you <laughs> came from, but I don't want you to ever talk to me ever again, to be honest. And like melting cheese on top of them, you know? Yeah, and then just like, you know, you put an entire honey baked ham on it and, <laughs> you know, some ice cream and some, you know, some grapes, some jello. <laughs> And like a sprinkle of like black pepper. Perfect. That sounds really good. (laughs) I just like, I want a cooking show where it's just you like trying to survive on your own. (laughs) Just making the worst shit and then forcing yourself to eat it because you're like, it's delicious. I've only had um, microwave dinner since I've been here. And I accidentally picked up last night. I got really hungry and I was like, I'll get one of those microwave pizzas that I got. I take it out and it says you have to put it in the oven. Oh my like you god! You can't cook it in the microwave. And I was like, "What?" So, so you just throw eat. it out. I just put it back in. It'll probably <laughs> be there until the day I move. But like, I oh I have god. an oven, but it's gas, and I'm just afraid it's going to explode because I don't know how to use gas appliances. Are you also afraid you're going to get autism from vaccines? Like, what's wrong <laughs> with you? I feel like, okay, you know what I'm going to get you for Christmas? I'm going to get you an Easy Bake Oven. So we'll start small, (gasps) then we'll graduate up to your actual oven. Yeah, that's a good idea. I should get one. Top 10 sexist fucking toys that I wish that I would have had when I was younger, an Easy Bake Oven. But they were always- Don't they make them in blue now? I I don't know. I I hope so. I mean, I don't even care. I just hope that parents are buying their kids Easy Bake Ovens because that shit was amazing. That was like a revolutionary gadget that I always wanted. Yeah, but I was a boy. I'm like, whatever. Even though I dress up like a princess for Halloween every year, he's a boy. Like, he's not gay. Like, oh, I'm so surprised. Mom said when I came out, shut up. (laughs) Anyways, um, I feel like that someone would really make a killing if they like could somehow like lower the price and have like a twelve dollar five town bag uh, or five town five pound bag of like a custom mix of candies. So you could like pick and choose like between like three or four different candies and then have a five pound bag of them. That would be I feel like people would make a killing if you like got that and put it on Amazon or something. Like the M&M site where Mm -hmm. you can like pick out what M&Ms you want in the bag. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So um, any startups just, you know, contact us and we'll give you our idea. Sure. 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 Because it's like obviously patented and like copyrighted and like whatever. So. Well. Good favorite thing. Good favorite things. Good favorite thing. <laughs> I didn't know I could talk about gummy bears for that long, so I apologize. Sure, sure. No, they're great. It's great. What a conversation. What a conversation piece. Am I right, ladies? I'm still looking at like which candies they have. In I bowls. know. Once you start, you can't stop. It's the worst. These look, there's gummy bears <sighs> in a gummy bear. Whoa, gummyception? I know. They're like in a big plastic gummy Who bear. Who is Why she? does it show? Oh, I thought these were like adult diapers. When I thought one of the recommended items was also adult diapers, but it's top ten towels. fetishes. <laughs> top ten fetishes oh, people have tried to get me into. Of, just gonna say because all of these are gonna make you shit everywhere. I mean, yeah, it, I I wish it's like one of those. Uh, these customers also bought sections, and it's just like sugarless gummy bears with depends. 
Look at this though, like a one pound bag is $11.75 and a five pound bag is $12.79. I know, so like, exactly, of course I'm gonna get the five pound bag. Yeah, that's like four more pounds for only like a dollar. Make America great again. Make America gummy again. Right? Make America gummy again. Am I right, ladies? Make America bears again. Oh, my God. I love love (laughs) me some bears, gummy or not. Same. Same girl. All right. Well, uh, we've got a couple questions that really came through. Come through. Come through. With the um, voice messages and the texts and stuff. We still always need more, of course. We love getting them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got an email and we've got a text. Which one do you want first, Sam? Um, let's do the text first. Okay. Um, this one says, hey, guys, I'm wondering how you handle it when, when one of your best friends votes Trump. They're a really good friend and a nice person. They're fun to hang out with, but I'm struggling with knowing someone I'm so close with has such radically different values than me. Any advice? Ooh, and it doesn't have a name, but it's from Pennsylvania. So thank you from thank, Pennsylvania. Thank you, Unknown from Pennsylvania, for this we, very topical question. Yes, yes. We thought we would... Uh, definitely answer this one since it's relevant mm-hmm. have you had any friends like that you know who have voted for trump and oh, you don't know what to do fuck no they are not my oh, friend <laughs> i have the problem oh god well i guess well, then you're, the, you're more qualified well yeah exactly well I, I mean i live in montana but i guess i don't know maybe i'm i'm i'm, I'm too in my liberal socially liberal bubble all my friends are socially liberal and so we all, you know, it's like talking to clones of myself. I don't know. Right. So what's all your actual advice? Now are, well, okay. So when I was in college, um, one of the elections was going on. It was a presidential one, but I remember which one it was. Um, and I remember my friends telling me they voted for the Republican candidate. And he was, it was, I remember that uh, LGBT issues were a really hot um, part of that election. It was really was in that just year. like. I was just like, how can you vote against me like that? And they were like, well, it's because, you know, the Democrats are going to have this majority in the House or the Senate. And so I want to balance it. And I'm like, that's not how it fucking works. You're voting against like my rights. Mm -hmm. Like it was it was really hard for me to deal with. But it just had to get to the point where like we just like politics weren't talked about. Yeah. Um, But then I had this I did have a, a. he wasn't a good friend, but he voted for Trump. And then, but then he was also like bashing some of my other friends on Twitter, like oh. going after them. And I don't know. I had to block him yesterday. Oh, really? Like I finally was just like, I'm, I'm not going to deal with this. He was, he was spouting off a lot of shit and he's gay too. And I was like, how can you be a gay person and vote for Trump? Right. Like he has said, um, like that gay marriage should be a state issue. And I'm like, you can't say that because then like, most states aren't going to have. Well, gay that's marriage. the thing because it, it gay marriage be was a state issue, and then it was so fucking slow that yeah. you know, because like some like some states would legalize it, but like Montana, we would have never legalized gay marriage if it wasn't for the the federal exactly. mandate that went in. You know, yeah, like we would be left so. in the dust. Like it, it would have never happened here. It would have never happened to the southern states. Like it's civil rights issues like that that really matter at the federal level because. I don't think that states deserve to um, vote on my rights. I know? agree. I don't, because, I don't like, think that that's something that you should really be voting locked, on on the state level. We're not really locked into states like we used to be. Right. Like, like what my value in Arkansas, like, just doesn't, it. you know, it's different everywhere I go. Like, mm-hmm. 
I don't know. We take our values with us. So yeah, like, totally. If if I were from a blue state and I moved to Arkansas, I would want to have the same rights that I had in my last state as in Arkansas, and they wouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It's stupid. But I, I guess what I'm getting to is it's kind of situational. Like with my college friends, I, they were really good friends, and we kind of had to let it go. Yeah. And... I don't know what they vote now. Like, we don't keep in touch as much. I I would assume some of them still vote Republican. Mm -hmm. But when I really think about it, it does piss me off. Yeah. But our friendship is probably like 2% politics, you know, like 98% everything around. So, you know, yeah. But then that other friend who was spewing off on Twitter, they're not a good friend anyway. And I was like, I don't want to see this. Yeah. So I I think it. it, I think you're a fucking idiot. It probably depends on just like how good of a friend you are and what your friendship dynamic is. Like how much how much of your of your friendship revolves around politics. I feel like that you could like let it simmer for a little while because the only thing that people have been talking about for the past nine months has been politics because of the election and everything happening. Whatever. Like now that it's it's kind of over. Like the big like you know the big fucking Bukaki explosion happened. Mm. Mm. Nothing like a little Trump Bukaki in my right, ladies. Yes, Trump. Yes. Come on my face. Yes. Um. <laughs> anyways, uh, what was I saying? Just because that it's it's over now. Maybe you could like. I mean, maybe it would be wise to analyze your friendship um now that politics isn't the hot button issue right now and if it's still bothering you then uh i mean talk to your friend about it if they're your friend they'll listen right i don't know yeah sometimes you really have to have a no politics discussion policy and i know some people yeah. will be like oh if you're best friends you should be able to talk about everything no that's no, not bitch. how it works this isn't like, a disney movie like no there's like, some things i do not talk about with my best friends yeah and like it's just not part of the friendship but i would you know die for that person yeah you are you aren't the same person with everyone like you 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 know right. that's why you have different friends because you talk about different things right you know I do understand how it's hard, though. Mm-hmm. I do. You just have to, like, hope that they'll see the light one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honey, but you just, like the, like a good Christian mother, you just got to pray for them. You just got to pray. Mm-hmm. Sometimes political political sightings are rooted in our families. Yes. And it's hard to change that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, like every answer, there isn't one a one-size-fits-all answer. Exactly. Sorry, unknown from Pennsylvania. Sorry, unknown. Get your shit together. Wah, just or just like, um, I don't know, get a better friend. <laughs> you already have to ask. We're like best right? friends. Right? We're best friends. Hi, it's hey me, guys, your best friend, Joe. your best friend, Joe. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> good question, though. Thank you. I think yeah. that, that is a really a good question to discuss. So mm-hmm. thank you for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, now we've got an email. Yes. From yes. Canada. From uh, Canada. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm so ready. Hi, Sam and Joe. Love the show. Keep doing what you're doing. On the topic of continuing to do things, you guys have often discussed uh, how going on antidepressants has helped tremendously in your guys' lives. I was wondering if you'd be comfortable about maybe going into that more because it's something I never considered doing. But listening to you guys, it makes me want to maybe get some help in that department. I've been chronically exhausted for as long as I can remember. And I remember Joe talking about a similar experience and how you can be worried about 
quote, losing your personality by going on medication. Anyway, hearing you guys discuss it really positively and openly has had a really good influence on how I see my own productivity. And I wondered if you guys had any advice or anything to add to what you've already said. This is so long. Anyway, much love, Megan from Canada. Thank you, Megan. Thanks, Megan from Canada. I love this question. I'm, me and Sam are more than happy to talk about it. Of course. I mean, we've, we've definitely talked about it. We joke about it. We, we talk about it in passing. But Joe and I are both on antidepressants. I've been on antidepressants a bit longer than Joe. I think I've been on for a little more than a yeah. year. I was just suicidal for a really long time. Like actual true That's facts. Like I machines. say it as a joke, but like I actually, actually was. was suicidal. <laughs> it's, I can only joke about it now because I'm not suicidal. Mm-hmm. Because he's anymore. doing so much better. But like <laughs> yeah, the amount yeah, of yeah. like talks that Joe and I had, like mm-hmm. Kenny, I was I was it's there for true. him though. I would see. We want to talk about a good friend. I was there for Joe. So it's true. It's true. Sam and pretty great. You know, I don't know. It's true. I agree. It's true. Um. So I guess we should talk about, um, I guess I've only been on antidepressants for maybe a little over a year. Mm -hmm. I started it about a year ago. Yeah. It was right when I got back from Seattle and I was like, it needs to happen right fucking now. Like I need to, I didn't know if I needed to get on antidepressants or like go to a whole lot of therapy or both or like whatever. So obviously I talked to my doctor about it and um, mine whole thing was related to like, like I had, I think I've always been a little bit depressed. I think I've I've been prone to it. I think it runs in my family. Mm-hmm. And um, but then like some life situations happened, and I like fell into a hole that I like could not get out of, and yeah. I didn't get help for too long because like, like I'm just like my mom in the sense that I think I can do, I can take care of myself. Yes, like I I should be able to handle these emotions mm-hmm. and like. Like, my parents didn't teach me that. It's just something that... It's ingrained in you. It's like, I, right. I don't need anything. Like, I, right. I can handle this when, in fact, you can't. And that's why you're in this right. hole. And so it was just this cycle of, like, oh, my God. Like, actual suicidal thoughts, like, to the point of, like, I don't know, scarily Googling things mm-hmm. and, you know, like... Not like actively planning, but just, like, very much in a dark place where you think about death It was alarming. Day. It was alarming. It was shitty. Um, And I was scared that I would, you know, I was scared I was going to lose my personality. But it just got me back to, like, where I love being. Yeah. Like, I'm still just as creative as ever. I still write ukulele songs. I still do all my video stuff. And now I'm just, I'm happier doing it, though. Mm -hmm. Like, I can still access the sad feelings if I need to write a sad song. But now I just don't feel like, you know, like filling up the bathtub and like throwing a toaster in it. <laughs> I know. say these things humorously. They're actual problems, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I can only joke about it now that I'm on the other side of the fence. Exactly. Exactly. Um, what's your story, Sam, if you don't mind sharing? Oh my God. Well, like my story, like the, welcome to my life. Mm-hmm. Um, God, it's so personal. So I, okay. So I was started, I was in therapy for a while. I, I first went to therapy after like a really, really bad breakup that I had when I was living in Boston. I've alluded to in the past, like I have this boyfriend that lived in New York. It was perfect. Um, but I was, I, I put all of my energy and all of my self-worth into this relationship. And when it didn't work, like all my self-worth was gone. Cause like, I was like, well, if he can't love me, then no one could love me. And it was just like internalized 
horrible shit. And along with that, like I wasn't enjoying like school. I wasn't doing very well going to school in Boston. And I really wasn't happy where I was in life. And I my family was struggling because I had like very sick grandparents. And my it was just it was a lot of different triggers happening at the same time. And so I was uh, I was I, I, I was in therapy uh, but I wasn't on an antidepressant because I was I was like you. I was like, I don't want to I, I don't want my creativity to go away. Like I, I hear so many horrible things about it and it has this stigma around it. And another thing is, is like I, I didn't want to be dependent on a medication. Um, it bothered me. It bothered me right. I, I, immensely um, that I was like, I don't want to you know, I, I want to be normal. I feel like that I can get through this. And uh, this mantra that I, I kind of came up with, I had this um, therapist in Boston that I was seeing and I, she was from Istanbul or, or something like she was from like the somewhere in like the Middle East or, or like Israel or something like that. And she said, um, would you rather be non-functioning without a medication or would you rather be on a medication and functioning? And I was like, damn, like that kind of, you know, that kind of makes sense. Like, would you rather be dependent on a medication and like be like, and like be living a life that you feel is worth living or would you rather not be on a medication and like feel like this for the rest of your life and i was like i guess that kind of you know makes sense it's like you take ibuprofen when you have a headache it's like any other you know disease or any other problem you have like there there's medications out there that can help you with it um but even after that when i was living in boston i still didn't go on anything i didn't see a psychiatrist i was like I was, you know, not into it. And I had all these changes that I made and I moved back to Montana and I had people die in my life and it just, it got worse and worse and worse. And I was out of therapy because I moved away. And then, um, I was in Missoula where I am now and I started seeing a therapist and I was like, Hey, like I, this is the worst that I've ever been. And I am going to be talking to you every week, but I also want to be on a medication and then she referred me to a doctor and he was like, hey, like, let's put you on Zoloft and see how that feels. And then it was just like a complete shift in attitude towards life. Um, I could like get out of bed in the morning. I wasn't, you know, staying in bed for days, literal days, not getting out of bed for like three days. That happened more than once. Um, and it's it's this sort of like lack of motivation thing. And so, um, yeah, I it, it's I didn't lose my personality at all. I just. It's this thing where you take it and you don't really feel anything. And then after a month, you you feel like things aren't, quote, getting to you as much. Like I, I wouldn't have panic attacks as often. And then I wasn't having panic attacks at all. And someone would make like a snide comment towards me and it wouldn't like dig deep into me. And it, I wouldn't be thinking about it for the rest of the day. It would be like, oh, shit, that hurt. And it would like be really shitty for that moment. And then it would just kind of float away. And I was like, damn, like maybe this is what people who don't have like an anxiety problem. Maybe this is what they feel like every day. So I don't know. That was a long spiel, but that was cool. Yeah, I think that um, and like we've both been on different medications like we've switched. Yeah, haven't we haven't we like so I started on. Like, I know a lot of people don't don't are afraid that like they try a medication and then it doesn't work and then they just stop. Mm -hmm. But like I was on Zoloft for a little bit. I had this one doctor. I don't think he really like understood what I was going like understood how bad the situation was. Yeah. And so he wasn't really offering to monitor me. He just like prescribed it and then just like let me go. Mm -hmm. And 
that one, it didn't work for me. So I just stopped taking it. And I was like, well, he doesn't, I don't think he really cares how this is going anyway. So I'm not going to go back. Yeah. And then I found a good, you know, a doctor who really cared and like wanted me to, you know, come back to see how I was doing. And she helped me find the one that worked for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, if you get on one and it doesn't work, there are a lot of other options of different medicines that work differently. Yeah, there's like a hundred of fucking options of different combinations of of medications. All of your fears are things that you can discuss with your doctor too. Like like losing your personality or like losing your creativity. Um, And, you know, they'll have... You know, you're hearing our side, which yeah, we're we the are ones doctors. who are taking it, but they know like all of the medical stuff behind it as well. Yes. So they'll give you really good information about all that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Sam and I have pretty different stories yeah. like in, in the sense of like um, sort of what dr- what drove us down the roads that we're on. Mm-hmm. So there are many different things that can lead you to, you know wanting to try out antidepressants or do therapy or whatever. Yeah. And they're all, like, valid. Yeah, they're all valid. Yeah. So I guess the best thing, talk to your doctor. Talk to your doctor today. Tell, use promo code, the show Sam and Joe. <laughs> Tell them Sam and Joe sent you. Tell them Sam and Joe sent you. They'll give you a free bottle of Zoloft. They might give you a different sort of medication if you're like, hey, Sam and Joe sent me. And And they'll be like, oh, God, another one of these. Throw them in the room. (laughs) You might find yourself wearing a nice white jacket. Mm. Oh, well, I hope we answered some of your questions. Yeah, girl. Well, Um, I basically just... Um, the first step you should take if you're if you're thinking about it is to like talk to someone, like talk to a someone you trust yeah. or talk to you talk to your doctor or something. I mean, th- obviously, a doctor is a really good resource because like that's what their job is. They're supposed to answer your medical questions. So um, yeah, with Joe, with Joe's experience, with my experience, I don't feel like that I ever lost my personality. I've been dealing with um, creative issues for a while, but I I think I figured out that. After analyzing my life, it it has more to do with my experience at Berkeley and less to do with, like, the medications that I'm on. So currently I'm switching medications to try to find something that could boost my creativity along with, like, you know, not making me have panic attacks every day. So mm-hmm. if you're if you're thinking about, like, the creativity thing, I personally believe that even though I'm struggling with the creative aspect, I, I remember struggling with the creative aspect when I was just in therapy and not on any medication. So by kind of that deductive reasoning, I know it's not the medication that's that's doing this. It's more of a deep-rooted, deep-seated issue for me. Um, but yeah, basically just talk to your doctor. Don't be afraid to, to talk about it because Joe and I aren't. That's for goddamn sure. And I guess I could add along those same lines. That's a good point. Like I... I was also, uh, I had those same concerns we just talked about, about creativity going away. But, like, I wasn't actually using my full potential when yeah, I was depressed. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I had no motivation. Like, I knew I had to film a video, but I couldn't get out of fucking bed. And right? I kept thinking about death. And it's like, <laughs> You kept Googling kind of the afterlife. Video? Yeah, people could fucking tell in my videos. They were like, you look fucking sad. And I'm like, that's because I am fucking sad all the time. All the damn time. <laughs> Wow, detective but, uh, fucking inspector gadget over here, Jesus. But now, but like now I feel sharp again. Like mm-hmm. I feel quick-witted 
and I feel like I can like I can get myself up to make the videos now. So you know the things yeah. that you can do when you don't hate yourself every day. Who would have known? True. Who would have fucking true. known? And you live in Canada. You got the cheap shit. Yeah, girl. Like, fuck. If you get something, <laughs> you should, like, maybe send it to me. Like, I don't know. Like, it's cheaper up there, isn't it? Like, we're about to get fucked here, Oh, Penny. So, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to cross the border to get my meds now. <laughs> Hit me up, girl. Well, thank you, Megan. Yeah, uh, thank you so much. Hope all goes well for you. Yes, and I hope that we, hopefully, we just gave you our own experiences. But you should we talk did, to a doctor. We're not medical well. professionals. Talk to a doctor. Except Faux for me, because I'm Dr. Buttholes. So. Mm, no, 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 mm, no. Except I'm not really a Dr. Butthole because I've never been rimmed. So. Oh my God, Dr. Butthole's never even been rimmed. I'm literally, a, I'm a fucking charlatan. I'm sorry. I'm a fraud. Fucking. Oh my God, exposed. Hashtag, <laughs> Hashtag exposed. exposed. The butthole exposed, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Hashtag Dr. Butthole exposes himself party. Oh my god, talk about a fucking headline of like People magazine. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, uh, well, uh thanks once again, Megan. Yeah. Hope all is well. And thanks everyone um for the lovely questions. We have a number that comes up at the end of the show. We could always use more people calling and texting us. Um it's literally at the end of every goddamn show and um you probably have it memorized by now if you listen to all 100 and this is number 120 120 episodes Ooh. of this shit show of a podcast. We also have an email if you guys want to send your questions and comments. You can type it out with your frisky little fingers or you can record yourself saying it in a voice memo and shoot it over at us at the show sam and joe at gmail.com that is the show sam and joe at gmail.com we also have a facebook page if you're on the facebook universe we post um the podcast there every single week it gets automatically posted that is facebook.com slash the show sam and joe so you can go and give us a like there and you will get updated when the podcast gets posted we also have twitters twitter.com slash bitcrunch is me and twitter.com slash joseph birdsong is joe joe's usually tweeting about his furbies and i'm usually posting about memes so i don't know if you're into that or not um, if you guys want to support us, we have a spread shirt. If you want to buy a mouse pad with our faces on it or a how to train your brain shirt, you can check out our merch at theshowsamandjoe.spreadshirt.com. If you want to support us on a um, per podcast basis, we'd love for you guys to check out our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. There's lovely little perks. You can get your name at the end of a podcast episode. You can get lovely little letters in the mail. You could get um, an after show. It doesn't matter how much money you give us. If you just give us a dollar, you get an after show every two weeks. And uh, we'll be recording that after this. So if you guys are patrons, you're going to get a special little thing this weekend of us talking about probably more Overwatch because we always talk yes. about Overwatch. Um, I think that's it. Is that it? I think that's it. Oh my Great. god. I'm so, I hope that there's more to talk about next week that doesn't involve the election, but we Yeah, we're going to try to well, you know, of course, you know, if something newsworthy happens, we'll talk about it, but we mm-hmm. don't want to be talking about Trump for the next 4 years. Yeah, I don't want that moldy Dorito to uh, have more <laughs> airtime on our show than he has to. So, you're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Oh, oh my god. I'm going to light myself on fire. President. I know, right? Oh. As I just pop my antidepressant, and so should you. Oh my god, it's, it is that time. Mm-hmm, it's that time. So, <laughs> anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. We love y'all so much. Yeah, thank you guys. Love y'all. And we will see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show samandjoe.com. You can also donate to help us keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch. If you fancy yourself a cup of fresh air mug, train your brain shirt, and more, you can go to the show samandjoe.spreadshirt.com. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments, or leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to say a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex G. Alex P. Allison B. Anna V. Austin B. Ben B. David M. Emily T. Eric H. Feliciano D. Jack C. Jazza. Jonathan D. Jonathan S. Jorge M. Joshua L. Kathleen E. Katie. Kevin V. Kylon C. Megan C. Pablo F. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show!